All right, Cam Newton has joined us. We're going to start with Joe Kiata, followed by Mike Reese. Thank you, Stacey. Hello, Cam. Just um, <clears throat> wanted to know about the excitement level and what, what's going on in your mind right now as you prepare for your first game with the Patriots and how excited are you to hit that field come Sunday at 1? Excitement level is on 1,000. Yeah, I'm excited and happy. Uh, just to just to get back into the uh, the rhythm of game week, you know, the preparation, just the little the little nuggets that you can often forget. You know, you have to remember. I've been away from football really for a full year, uh, sixteen games. I missed the last games of two thousand eighteen and and only played two games of two thousand nineteen. So that's equivalent to sixteen games. So I haven't really had this whole process for. A, long time now so you know being around taking notes watching film finding out about different players each and every day locking in you know excited about the game plan and more excited about you know just trying to get him in, in a routine with you know the newness of either the play calling the coaches and even the players so it's safe to say you still get the butterflies especially before this one i don't get butterflies i give them that was a joke thank you <laughs> Next question, Mike Reese, followed by Ben Bowen. Good. That's a good one, Cam. Um, like that. Yes. Hairspray handshake. I got to ask you about Nikhil Harry. He loved that. Man, why um, y'all? Y'all, 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 y'all just keep finding ways to tap into, you know, the little personal informations. Everybody got a handshake, so you know. Nikhil always always tease Nikhil about the grade of his hair, and he say it's natural. I say he got a kid in it, you know, and we just go back and forth. So to remove all doubt, our handshake, you know, kind of ties into the soul glow soul glow spray. Who does he remind you of, um, you know, in terms of like body type receivers that you've worked with? And what do you see from the connection? You know, that Honestly, you guys have for me, I'm not I'm not big into comparing, you know, Nikhil is his own, you know, his own person. You know, I think he's made leaps in, 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 in strides from where he was prior to just I think he has a better understanding of the game. That's what you only can expect from a guy and hope from his first year to second year. Um, everything else, you know, is pretty much smooth, man. You know, he's going to get coached hard. He's going to practice extremely hard. He's been having great habits, building great habits along the way. Obviously, looking at a guy like Jules and, you know, and, and, and just trying to find ways to get better daily. Next question, Ben Vaughn, followed by Bill Burt. Hey, Cam, thanks for doing this today. Um, I'm very intrigued about uh, your uh, vegan diet that you've been adopting for the last uh, year and a half and the, the PETA uh, campaign that you did a, a few weeks ago as well. I was just curious, was your decision to um, go vegan and join up with PETA, that, was that because of uh, treatment of animals or just you just like the diet and you just wanted to embrace the diet? And just can you give us some examples of what your diet's like now, just eating vegan food? Honestly, it's been like a little bit of both. Um, I think my life really um came into a halt and 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 questioned a lot of things after watching documentary after documentary um about you know food 
from food ink to what the health and watching things like that. So you realize the quality of food that you are getting isn't as premium as you think it is. And you can still survive if not, you know, be more healthier without, you know, this, this mental kind of defamation we've had for all our lives that we need plants. I mean, we need animals for food and protein when we can, when we get all those things from plants. Uh, so on a daily basis, I try to incorporate as much greens as possible. Um, the way that I prepare, the way that I put my, the things that I put my body through on a regularity, you know, and just trying to get prepared for a game flow. It's a little different. You know, people understand, they see, you know, how big I am. They see, you know, the kind of body structure I do have. And I, I just, you know, kind of result that to, you know, my diet and the way that I've always been. God has given me this, this, this body and this talent, but at the same time, for me, I have to recover and staying hydrated and things like that. So not trying to eat foods that will inflame uh, my joints. And so that's, I, I, you cannot eat enough green veggies. Next question, Bill Burt, followed by Mike Giardi. Hey, Cam, uh, you've been very complimentary of um, Julian Edelman in a lot of ways. Um, in looking over his career from outside of New England, seeing his playoff production, which is incredible. I mean, the, the, what he's done in playoff games. Yet here we are after coming off a career season a year ago, 100 catches, you know, with not a lot of weapons here. Um, what it, and, and now that you've worked with them a little bit what are people missing and because this is players players pick the top 100 players uh as, as you know and um what are people missing about this guy uh one pro bowl in 12 seasons it doesn't seem like he's gotten the accolades he probably deserves <laughs> well one thing about jules highway 11 as i call him it's a grinder like in every sense of the word i mean he and I know I'm, you know, this is a lot of TMI, but for him, like today, he just speaks to the team and, and he's one of those guys that every team pretty much has him. He doesn't say much, but when he speaks, you know, everybody listens. He has everybody's attention at all times. And he spoke to the team and just let everybody know, you know, just the, the, the point of emphasis of playing with a sense of urgency and coming from a guy like that, knowing, you know, he's not doing this for per se accolades. He's not doing this for validation from people who it doesn't matter to. He's not doing this for people's fantasy league. He's just doing this just because he's a competitor. And every day he wakes up, he has this invisible chip on his shoulder that he views as the size of an iceberg. So, you know, from playing or from watching him for so long and now having an opportunity to play with him, you, you gain even more respect because you see it on a regularity every single day he has this attitude and i always have to you know kind of tease with him just to lighten him up but you know he just got that look in his face that that fiery look and you can only respect that from from a person who's been doing this year in and year out for so many different uh years and and pro producing and that's the only thing you can ask for from a teammate how, how briefly how talented is he talent Come how good is he how good is he I don't know what more you want me to tell you. I mean, just the the stats speak for himself. And I, I, just a guy like him, 
he he he's got the build where he he may not do anything that that flashes you or say like oh he's a one of one but his effort I think that's the thing, his effort. I mean, I remember joking with him. I spent some time with him uh, outside of the facility and joking when I said, bro, I knew things was kind of uh, uh, turned up a little notch when you got your good players practicing hard against your good players. Meaning, like, usually jewels on another team probably won't be, you know, touched or anything like that. But for him, he wants rep after rep after rep. He wants to, you know, get in there and dig out you know, certain players and 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 he's on the Nikhil's, the young guys, the Demirs, the, you know, everybody just trying to help him. Like, hey, let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Can't, hey, let's get it again. Let's get it again and again. You know, and to have that repetitive energy, that com competitive energy is something that's unmatched. And, and it's either you catch up to his mustard or he just going to fall by the wayside. So, I mean, I'm just, just trying to find ways to, you know, keep up with him and, you know, if anything, you know, keep that standard that, that he set. Thank you. Uh, next question, Mike Giardi, followed by Karen. Afternoon, Cam. Uh, food Inc. is a game changer for sure. Everybody should watch that if they want to be freaked out by their food. Um, right. I just, I just want to ask you, um, you've obviously had to adjust a lot of information here over the last two months. Do you feel like when you go to the line of scrimmage on Sunday that you're going to be in complete command of what they want you to be in command of? Well, I will hope so. How much, how much work has gone into it and how much work continues to be done? Are you starting to feel like it's, it's second nature for you now? No one, no one say all those different type of adjectives and verbs or whatever, but I will say it's an ongoing process to feel comfortable in this offense. And, you know, for me, it's not about this. It's not about that. It's just executing uh, and playing at a, at, at a level that's premium and setting that bar to, you know, as, as people would say, the Patriot way. And there's no denying it. There's no jading it. There's no, you know, getting around it. The standards already set. We see it every single day from from the great coaches and, and great players that's that's playing here now. Um, so we don't need no added incentive to to want to go out there and do our job. That's just it's just a you know prerequisite. You know, something that you just got to do. Next question, Karen Gregan, followed by Ian Steele. Hi, Cam. Thanks for spending the time with us. Um, yes. I was wondering um, so far, thus far, what your impressions have been of Josh McDaniels and what it's like working with him. And are you excited about what he's planning for you in the offense? I'm extremely excited. I, um, are you done? Yes. Oh. Yeah, Josh is, um, he's in large part one of the main reasons why I came here as well. Um, you know, obviously through, throughout the process, had the opportunity to meet with, you know, the personnel and the coaches and things like that. And, you know, me and Josh have, have just been tied hip to hip and, and he does a, a great job with uh, teaching. You know, I, you know, you can't too much say that about a lot of coaches. A lot of coaches coach, but a, a lot of coaches aren't good teachers. 
And, you know, when you really go back to the genesis of things of how they started, you know, you go back and you say, man, I've done coach this person and that person and that person and this one. And you're just blown away by his his almanac of players. But yet at the same time, he makes it relatable so you can learn it uh, in your own way. Thank you. Next question, Ian Steele, followed by Mark Daniels. Ken, thanks for the time. Uh, you mentioned in your first comment that it's been 16 full games since uh, you've played. It's been, it'll be a year and a day since you took the field. Your last game against Tampa was September 12th, and uh, this weekend's game against the Dolphins will be September 13th. When you look back on those 366 days, I guess, what are you going to think of? It's, it was just a part of the chapter. I think right now where I'm at, I'm in a happy place. I, um, you know, I feel motivated. I feel, um, you know, it's just a lot of great emotions that's going on that's not hindering me from becoming my best self. Um, and yet through it all, you know, I just, I just like it most that I'm just a piece to a puzzle, you know. I don't want to be the puzzle. Um, I, I, I try my best daily to prove my worth to this team and understand that it's a lot of guys here that are depending on each other. And I just want to be a person that, you know, the team and these, these coaches can trust and depend on. Thank you. Uh, next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Levin Reed. Hey, Kim. Um, Devin McCourty was asked by another reporter about the fact that you will become the first black quarterback to start for the Patriots in week one and the second to start a game in franchise history. Just what does that mean to you? Who's the first? Um, Jacoby Brissett back in 16. Oh, oh duh. All right. Shout out to Jacoby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's, it's really a big deal. And, you know, I understand who I am. I understand, you know, being an African-American in this time of day, you know, we have to be stronger and more, you know, sticking with each other more than ever now. And yet this is a, a, a great feat to, to achieve. But yeah, at the end of the day, we got to make sure we're using our, our platform for positive reasons. And that's what I want to do. I, I want to prove to people that, you know, it's more to a person than just what you see on the outer level. And I'm a person who've got second and third and fourth chances in, in, in my life. And, you know, yet through it all, it should always be about what that person's about, not how or what that person looks like. And uh, as long as I have this opportunity to impact and empower uh, the community, whether it's black community, whether it's the white community, where it's the, you know, doesn't matter what community it may be. I just want to do my part as a good Samaritan on earth. Thank you. Question 11, Reed, followed by uh, Henry McKenna. Cam, I think you talked about the 86 days of free agency, and you've also talked about the excitement that you have. And, and we've also seen you on the field with the energy. How do you temper that fire? um come sunday because i'm sure you're going to be probably just lit up to play i think i don't know this is 
Man, I, I just want to remind even myself that I've been here before, right? This isn't like, uh, you know, this is my 10th season, you know? So when you talk about emotions, there's, I've, I've been playing in a lot of games in my life from a lot of opening days to a lot of first games of the year to a lot of impactful, meaningful games. And, you know, I, at this particular point in my career, I think I, I know how to control myself. So yeah, to a natural lie to a person, they may say, oh, he's distracted or he's so focused on, listen, when it comes to the game of football, I want everybody to understand this. I am the ultimate pro. Let nothing get away of my preparation for the game of football. So anything that you may see from me dancing, laughing, this, that, and the third, at the end of the day, it's all about being prepared. And, you know, now more than ever, I, I, I can say that I am prepared. Not say I haven't been in years past, but I can just check that off my list right now to ask, ask the question, am I prepared this week? I can gratefully say, you know, yes, I am prepared. And, and so anything else from emotional, from an emotional standpoint, I just, I just live in the moment. That's, that's just like my life's motto. Just live in the moment, you know, uh, reward yourself, but at the same time, don't be too hard on yourself that, you know, you can't get to the next play. You can't get to the next day and things like that. So it's just a, it's an ongoing process, but yeah, you know, I will be preparing. Uh, Henry McKenna followed by Julian Benbow. Hey, Cam. Um, so it will be, um, this will be the Patriots first game in almost 20 years without Tom Brady. Um, what, what pressure is on you? Is there pressure on you? And, and sort of what's your mindset as you, you take this team into a new era? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say there. I mean, I've been here going on a month and a half and, um, yeah, I, I, I'm ready. I, I don't think it's this pressure. I don't, no, it's not pressure. Just do your job. I'm going, and I'm planning on doing mine. So uh, I know opening day, he's not going to really be worried about little old me. And um, I know opening day, I just have other things to be focusing on rather than who was here before me. I just know I got to do right by my opportunity that I do get and uh, make the most of it. And there's the last question, Julian Benbow. Okay, Mr. Julian, thanks for taking the time. I just wanted to circle back uh, to what Devin said. Just something about what he said uh, was interesting to me. It was like, not only for the uh, the milestone of being the second black quarterback and to start for the Patriots, but also uh, the impact it has on like kids growing up. And I was I was thinking like, if you were a kid in Atlanta, you saw Vic, or if you were in Philly, you saw like yeah. Matt or somebody like that. Like the impact of that, and also was there something like that that when you were a kid, you were like, oh, that's that's what it meant to me, you know? Man, listen, and I say this proud, proud, like extremely proud. When I grew up in Atlanta, Michael Vick was my hero. Still to this day, Michael Vick is my hero, right? I'm not too proud to say it. Vince Young was my hero, right? Randall Cunningham was a person that I knew. I didn't get to like really see him play growing up. But those type of athletes, Donovan McNabb, you know, African-American quarterback is the reason, like seeing those guys play is the main reason why I have this opportunity right now. Uh, Dante Culpepper, a lot of them, and I don't want to not mention, sure. you know, people who, who, who did the right thing. But when I look at myself right now, 
it's so much that I that that I have to do in a sense, right? And not only just protect our community, but more or less like as as a father, you know. And and my kids just came here um, in town today, so I, I'm even more excited just to to live up to their expectations. And yeah, they're not at an age right now where they their expectations is how they know who they dad is or what they dad do is more or less sooner or later, you know, when they get to when they get to that age and they're, you know, they're well hip to understanding who your dad was, who your dad is and how he did certain things. I want people, I want him I want they them to know, geez, I want them to know like I did it the right way, right? I was myself throughout this whole time. I did right by people. I I was good to people. I was a respectful young man. And you know, through it all, I think I I I just love that and, and want to make the most of it. I, I know I just keep saying that, but I, I I can't stress it enough. And this is coming from a person like, listen, like two or three months ago, man, I was questioning a lot of things. So right now, like as I'm as I'm looking at the Gillette and you know the iconic logo for the Patriots, like how can I lose? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I was at my at my house just you know working out every single day just for a moment, and God's put put me in this position that I would not take for granted. You know, I prayed countless nights. I, I, I meditated countless days. You know, I had, had so much counsel from, you know, my supporting cast, from friends, close, you know, family, loved ones that just was, man, keep going, man, keep going. I couldn't go to the grocery store. I couldn't pick my kids up from the daycare without people saying something. And yet now, and just to answer a question I was previously asked, you talking about pressure. Like, that's not pressure to me. Pressure is when, you know, you're looking at your children and, and, and you're saying you're 31. And you don't know, like, you're not ready to retire, you know, but nobody's calling your phone. Like, that's pressure when you don't have control of your destiny, you know. So for me, I'm, I'm elated. I'm excited. I'm I'm all that in the bag of chips because I knew that if God didn't show favor over me, man, who knows where I would be right now. And yet through it all, I'm going to smile through it because I'm going to love this old moment because I know I just got rewarded another chance and I got to do right by it. So, yes, I got to do right by this opportunity. I got to do right by my community. I got to do right by my children. I got to do right by the 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 black man that sees me that I never meet. I also got to do right by the white man that sees me that I never meet too, but looks looks up to me and thinks so highly of me. So throughout it all, man, that's me. And um I'm gonna make the most of it. Thank you very much for your time, Cam. Thanks everyone. Thank you.